Welcome to extraterrestrial reality. Uh, well, it looks like the Pentagon and the secret control group are starting to see the writing on the wall and they are beginning to panic. Uh, they see that disclosure is coming and they're trying to prevent it. They want to prevent it, but I don't think that, I think they're starting to realize that they cannot and that this is we're on a road to no return right now. They're obviously on the run. Uh, there's just too much coming at them. There's too much stuff in the news. You have the whistleblower a hearing coming up in the house at the end of this month there's just too many things going on right now and they're starting to, to they're starting to feel the the heat and uh, i do have some evidence of this and we're going to go through some of that evidence today now uh one of my followers say p pointed out to me a recent uh update from uh christopher sharp the uh who's a reporter on the website liberation times which is you know pro providing lots of different articles about a about what's going on in in uh, washington with regard to ufos as well as other kinds of articles uh, i talk about that uh, website all the time very informative and to to people who who, who uh pay for a subscription they get little updates for it and say p alerted me to this little update that christopher sharp put out just a couple days ago and he titled this little posting that he uh, put out called uh, strange behavior it says hi team just to let you know the latest with lockheed martin they don't want to comment on anything uap and are referring reporters to arrow well that's pretty pretty strange isn't it they don't want to talk about uap anymore at lockheed martin so they're sending people to arrow also it seems like they're reluctant to answer any questions relating to material risks unknown to shareholder which can be dis which can be disclosed and then there is the department of defense and susan go i can't say anything specifically but there is something up with her responses lately now susan go of course is the spokesperson for the pentagon and here uh christopher sharp says i will let you know when i can confirm more but she isn't her normal self <laughs> And then regarding the UAP Oversight Committee hearing, I was expecting a date to be confirmed this week, but that doesn't seem to have happened yet. Witnesses are being threatened by the Department of Defense not to speak, so under such circumstances, perhaps we'll have snap hearings without much announcement. So what's going on behind the scenes here is apparently uh, from things that Christopher Sharp is, is learning about, and this guy is connected, okay? He has connections with Lou Elizondo. He gets con he talks to people like Jeremy Corbell and a whole bunch of other people, Christopher Mellon. He's, in he's interviewed a lot of the people that have connections to the Pentagon, in the Pentagon. So this guy is really doing a good job with this, and he's hearing that the Department of Defense is continuing to threaten whistleblowers potential whistleblowers are getting threatened still that's because they don't want this to come out they want to keep this under wraps because they know when it comes out it's they're gonna they're gonna look bad you know they should five years or five or six years almost six years ago now when the stuff started dropping right they should have just came out right then and there get it over with already you know you're gonna look bad no matter when it comes out so you might as well you know you should have had this figured out a long time ago but anyway, let's uh, talk about some of the other things. So you you can see right here, though, right? You can see with this with this commentary. Now, again, Christopher Sharp is somebody who has uh, connections to the inside and is getting some uh, interesting uh, information, to say the least. And he's been reporting on and Liberation Times for a while now. And you could you check check that site out if you haven't seen it. And, and now this is something additional that he's providing to uh, some of his paid subscribers. Uh, he, he he gives them some quick updates but while he's working and that's pretty interesting that he does that that's pretty nice but anyhow uh there are other things going on 
uh, to show you that uh, that people are panicking in the control group uh, and Pentagon. And here was an article uh, in the debrief today. Uh, yes, today, July 14th. And the headline reads, The Empire Strikes Back. Would-be UAP whistleblowers offered dire warning from U.S. Security Clearance Organization. And we're not going to read this whole article. I want to get right to the to the uh, pertinent points, but I'll just read the beginning of it and then the end. I think they saved the... They saved the <laughs> The worst of this till the end, and that's the part I want to talk about. It says here, Clearance Jobs, an organization that defines itself as the largest career network for professionals and federal government security clearance, has issued an apparent letter of guidance that also serves as a chilling warning to any industry or government insiders who are considering coming forward as UAP whistleblowers with, with evidence of their work with non-human craft and their pilots. The letter, titled How to Blow the Whistle if You Work with Flying Saucers and Their Alien Pilots, was issued to all subscribers via email on July 13th and is peppered with well-worn buzzwords seemingly meant to belittle the topic before laying out the dire consequences that likely await people who break their security oaths to talk about their classified work. Then the article goes on... um, It says, after outlining the claims involving the United States government's alleged possession of non-human craft made by former intelligence officer David Grush, claims which first appeared in a story by Leslie Keen and Ralph Blumenthal and published by The Debrief, a story that was later expanded upon to include potential alien pilots of those crafts in an interview with Grush by Australian investigative journalist Ross Coltart that aired on cable news network News Nation, the letter is broken into five segments. The first, titled Whistleblowing Something Good, opens with more loaded phrasing and language, including the second use of the term space aliens, which seems to have replaced the classic little green men when trying to downplay and stigmatize the topic, before positing a scenario where Grush's claims are actually found to be true and the letter says here and it was written by uh, this guy the author of david brown david w brown it says in in this letter it says uh, at this in that first uh, section the first part it says if it were all true it would be the most extraordinary event in millennia with seismic implica- implications for science philosophy religion sociology psychology technology everything writes author david w brown who, who is described as a regular contributor to clearance jobs nothing would ever be the same again it would be a unifying force unlike anything since constantine legalized christianity in the roman empire and uh, brown then goes on to note that he cannot think of a single drawback to the government revealing the existence of space aliens feudalistic dominance notwithstanding before commenting that if grush is saying that would mean that he has done a good thing by blowing the whistle um and they said also said he also wrote hiding flying saucers isn't government wrongdoing exactly or fraud waste or abuse brown adds with one metaphorical eyebrow raised at most it's just a little weird blowing the whistle on aliens in other words is a complete and total positive for all involved but anyway this the whole, the thing about the, the article though if you read this if you read this whole piece that was put out by clearance jobs it's it's threatening in a way and, if we, and, and in fact i want to get right to the the worst point of this. Now you could you could check this out for yourself. I'm not going to read this whole thing. This whole article is pretty long. Uh, but at the end here, 
uh, I want to get to this bottom part here. It says, whether you work in a UFO warehouse or at, and, and this is from the letter. That's the, the debrief is reporting on the contents of the letter. And this is from the letter. It says, whether you re- work in the UFO warehouse at Area 52, are the surgeon who handles the alien autopsies, or are the designer of the amazing climate cleaning machine, if your work is classified, you can't blow the whistle on it for the public good and expect the law to work in your favor. Brown states in the fifth and final section aptly titled no good deed goes unpunished it's just not a category of protection uh brown is quoting uh bigley here sean bigley he's a an attorney and a legal correspondent for clearance jobs so they bring the they're bringing the their legal legal in to make sure that he's uh getting uh quoted here too to to try to scare people to make sure that uh hey you you don't go blowing the whistle if you think the law is going to protect you you better think twice but anyway, let's go continue here. It's just not a it's just not a category of protection, he quotes Bigley as saying, who's the legal guy. But it's one of those things that arguably a case could be made that there should be. There just isn't right now. And I'm not sure how you could create a standard that somebody could even follow. Similar to the bulk of the arguments against blowing the whistle layered within the letter, the pair of comments seem to assume once again that one is blowing the whistle for some sense of public good and not for the specifically illegal activities alleged by Grush, activities which, again, have spurred Congress members from both sides of the aisle to investigate them together and motivate the former Inspector General to take up the filing of Grush's IG case. Uh, That's the Inspector General case. The letter ends with a comment that not only fits perfectly with the title of this particular section, but also serves as a strongly worded warning by Brown that any would-be whistleblower looking to follow in Grush's footsteps, even if their testimony were true, the people on whom they are blowing the whistle on are not likely to give up without a fight. And here's the, the, the from the letter. It says here, though your career is over and you're sitting in a jail cell, you are still ethically, at least on solid footing, Brown offers. Strictly from a utilitarian perspective, your act did the maximum amount of good for the maximum amount of people. As a matter of deontology, you had a duty to do something so intrinsically good and right. And ultimately, good government should be as transparent as possible and accountable to its citizens. And you can reflect on all this as you decay in a federal penitentiary. Don't worry, though. You've got a heck of a book deal waiting for you on the other side. So basically, that's what they're doing. These people that are... Uh, <laughs> they're sending the message out to anybody in this field and with clearance, federal clearance jobs. That, hey, you better look out, buddy. You start blowing the whistle. This is you're going to end up in prison. But hey, you get a good book deal out of it. So they're basically that's, to, to, you could look at this as a threat. They're threatening. That's because they're panicking. They're panicking in the Pentagon uh, based on the reporting from. Uh, people like Christopher Sharp, they're panicking in the uh, mil- uh, military-industrial complex, and they're letting people know. They're threatening people, basically, scaring them. Hey, don't blow the whistle, or else, look out, you might end up in prison. Hey, you get a good book out of it, and maybe, uh, and you would have done good for the for the world, but guess what? That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. You better look out, buddy. That's what that's saying. A bunch of creeps, bunch of creeps, bunch of scumbags that do something like that. Clearance jobs, you're a bunch of scumbags. Scumbags. But I, I, whistleblowers are still coming out, and guess what? There's other things that are happening too. You have to remember, uh, there is the whistleblower language that does some of this stuff that they're saying here. There is whistleblower language that protects people as long as they follow the the guidelines for how to blow the whistle. Then there's nothing that should happen to them, despite what these people are saying. But there are other things coming down the pike here. Like again, we have that House hearing that's coming up at the end of this month, right? Where some whistleblowers are supposed to be talking with members of the House Oversight Committee. So that's coming, right? And there's some. 
big news here out of from in the Senate. Chuck Senator uh, Senator Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, a Democrat from New York. So and again, this is bipartisan. It's been that's the other good thing that's been going on here lately, folks. Is that it's bipartisan for all the problems that the Republicans and Democrats have with each other. There's one thing right now where they are pretty much standing united. Uh, uh, and this is on this UFO cover-up business. It seems like they mean business. And now here we got some more stuff coming out. Actually, uh, just today, Schumer was on Twitter, and he he actually tweeted just this after, uh, just this morning or earlier this early this afternoon. Uh, earlier this afternoon, he tweeted. He says, "I am honored to carry on the legacy of my mentor and dear friend Harry Reid and fight for the transparency that the public has long demanded surrounding these unexplained phenomena." And uh, there was he actually has a, a link there to a uh, article from the New York Times bipartisan measure aims to force release of UFO records. And there was an uh, there was a bunch of several articles come out. Now the New York Times I I, I couldn't open that up, couldn't open that article up today because uh, I was uh, blocked. It was a paywall, but I do have there is an article from the Hill that does get into this. It says senators to offer amendment to require government to make UFO records public. We'll get into this article a little bit here. It says, uh, <clears throat> Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is part of a bipartisan group of senators that, hof- that have offered an amendment to the annual defense authorization bill requiring the federal government to collect and make public records related to unidentified anomalous phenomena and unidentified flying objects. The proposed amendment to the National Defense Authorization Act would direct the National Archives and Records Administration to create a collection of records on UAP and UFOs to be to be disclosed to the public immediately unless a review board provides reasons to keep them classified. And here's a direct quote from him, from Chuck Schumer. It says, For decades, many Americans have been fascinated by objects, mysterious and unexplained, and it's long past time they get some answers, Schumer said in a statement. The American public has a right to learn about technologies of unknown origins, non-human intelligences, and unexplainable phenomena. We are not only working to declassify what the government has previously learned about these phenomena, but to create a pipeline for future research to be made public. So look at these people mean business right now. The Congress means business. They know there's a lot of people out there. Most Americans, I would say, would want this uncovered, right? No, I don't. I would say there's probably only a small amount of people in this in this country, right, who would want who believe that this should just stay. On. I can't imagine why anybody would want this to stay a secret. I would imagine that this is a winner on both sides of the aisle, and I think they're starting to see that. I think that's what 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 we are seeing here. Um, now. I don't know. Uh, let's, I'm going to skip through here. It says, uh, excuse me here. It says, uh, the amendment has the support of Senators Mike Rounds, Marco Rubio, and their Republicans, Kirsten Gillibrand, Todd Young, and Martin Heinrich. And that's a mixture of Democrats and Republicans. So, there, it's, again, it's bipartisan uh, and, and it's going forward. The lawmakers say the sheer number and variety of stories about UFOs have led some of them and their colleagues to believe the executive branch may be concealing information about possible visits from extraplanetary civilizations. <laughs> Our goal is to assure credibility with regard to any investigation or record keeping of materials associated with unidentified anomalous phenomena, said Rounds. Relevant documents related to this issue should be preserved, providing a central collection location and reputable review board to maintain the records as to the credibility of any future investigation. Uh, there is still a lot we don't know about these UAP, and that 
is a big problem, Rubio said. Uh, we ha we've taken some important steps over the last few years to increase transparency and reduce stigmas, but more needs to be done. This is yet another step in that direction and one that I hope will spur further cooperation from the executive branch. And again, I just like to know here, I mean, are we sure that an executive branch is, ha I mean, yeah, portions of the executive branch, <laughs> but is the president brought in on this? Well, I don't even, we're not even sure about that anymore. What is the, what, what do presidents know about this? I'm not sure they're told anything about it or, or if they are, not much. Uh, I mean, but, but uh, there are sections of the executive branch. I mean, when you're looking at the, uh, at, at the Pentagon, there's there's something going. There's something happened in the past here that created all of this, that started this. We don't know where it started. Or how, we just don't have. We have all. We, there's all sorts of different speculation on this, and there are some different reporting. There's different reports on where this might have started. Did it start under Truman? Eisenhower was a combination of them two guys. Uh, some people say I, uh, in Jacques Vallee's uh, latest uh, Forbidden Science. Uh, volume volume five i believe he talks about 19, the early 1970s where uh nixon made it harder for uh people to to f obtain records of of uh, through freedom of information act requests with with regard to ufos uh, and that all of uh, that this whole thing was basically placed uh, on the lap of the of private uh, corporations private private corporations within the military industrial complex like you know like lockheed martin and if that's the case, then that's why maybe we don't. It's hard to get anything. We just don't know. We don't know what's been going on. How this is really handled specifically, we don't know. We just know that it is right. There is a cover up. There's no question about it. And these people are obviously getting uh, scared. I mean, if you have uh, a, a, a publication like uh, like this, uh, clearance jobs, get you know, pu pu putting out letters like this to. Uh, Net, you know, putting out something like this to the people that are in these uh, federal government security clearance positions, right? Well, that's that tells me that there's there are people who are getting scared about this because if they, you wouldn't be throwing out these uh, veiled threats like this if you weren't, and so obviously uh, there are people on the run. It seems to me, and uh, it's 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 beautiful in a way, isn't it? I'm really happy about it. In fact, I, here's my comment. Here's my Here's my comment to the uh, secret control group and the and the small number of people, the small amount of people in the Pentagon uh, who are, are, are against uh, disclosure at this time. Now, I have a message for you. Here's my message. Uh, here's the message I give to you. <laughs> That's my message. That's how I feel about it. I'm sick. Of you. I'm sick. Of, everyone's sick of this. We're all sick and tired of it. We're sick of you. We're sick of your cover up. We're sick of your nonsense. Well, we're done with it, right? We're done with it. We're sick of the, your stupid stigmatization nonsense that you try to pull off. It's 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 becoming clear to a lot more people now. You, you there's nowhere to hide. There's nowhere to run, right? What are you gonna do? It's over. It's coming to an end, right? It's coming to an end. I hope you're happy. I can't wait to see your faces. You know what? I'm starting. You know, I was I was being. Uh, you know, I, I I was sometimes I talk about how uh, we we should give them all immunity and things like that. You know, they, and you know what? Maybe we shouldn't for some of these jackasses. I want to know who who the top jackass is. Maybe the top jack, at least one jackass, should go to jail out of this, right? We're sick of this. You could you had your chances to come out with this and you don't do it. You instead, right? You have whistleblowers. We're still playing this dumb game. We have to go through Congress. You could just end this all yourselves, right? And just come right out and do something. Instead, you don't. You don't do it. You don't do it. Anyway, uh, there's something else I want to talk about. 
and that is uh, now I got slam dunked uh, by some of my uh, followers on, uh, particularly on Spotify, uh, with regard to a recent uh, podcast that I did where I talked about the uh, Mojave Triangle, and uh, and uh, some people are mad about that, uh, very mad about what I said about the Mojave Triangle, and uh, I want to go, I want to talk about that um, <clears throat> now. I said it from the very beginning. When that story first came out, let me just go over something. Before I talk about these comments that I received, right? I just want to point out that when that story came out, I thought it was weak from the beginning. And the reason I thought it was weak, because the pictures weren't that good. All you could see is lights on a black sky. It was very hard to see anything. It was Like I pointed out originally, it wasn't like it was uh, the McMinnville flying saucer or the Rex Heflin flying saucer or those pictures from Mexico uh, last year where somebody took a, a three was able to snap three shots of a flying saucer hovering over his house, which are very clear in daylight and you could see them. This story here wasn't that, the, the, the Mojave Triangle to me wasn't that good from the beginning. For one thing, you have a bunch of anonymous Marines, right, uh, that won't go, they can't go on the record for obvious reasons, but they're anonymous, right? So you have that issue, right? And then, but then you had, a, 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 the, there was a, a Freedom of Information Act re, uh, request that was filed by John Greenwald of the Black Vault. I know a lot of people don't like him. I don't agree with this guy's assessments on just about anything, right? Uh, but he, but I do give him credit for filing Freedom, Freedom of Information Act request. But beyond that, I, I don't ever agree with this guy. Uh, in fact, when his article, when he received the Freedom of Information Act uh uh, information on this uh, on the uh, that you know was granted to him right it was granted when he received this documentation for the Mojave Triangle I didn't do anything with it right away I wanted to I wanted to wait to see to the dust to settle to see what other people were saying before commenting on it I mean he was running around Twitter acting like an idiot right I go see it was all nothing in the, you know uh, you know I'm boasting and bragging that's what it seemed like to me uh, but I wanted to wait and see uh, what other people had to say, and then an article came out from uh, from no none other than Liberation Times, Christopher Sharp, right? And that article indicated that it was most likely uh, flares, right? Now I went back, I rolled the tape on the video I did, and, and there was only there was two mistakes that I made. One, the first mistake was I, I said that it was probably just flares, and then later on I said it was certainly just flares. Now I don't know why it was probably flares, right? I shouldn't have said later on that it was certainly flares, but outside of that, I really did nothing wrong but except the one thing i should have added on to the very end of it is that uh, even with all of what i just said still you cannot trust the pentagon when it comes to the stuff about ufos right i should have made that statement but i did not that's the only things that i uh, i say where i uh, uh, made a mistake however i still didn't i still don't think that this case was that good and uh but anyway here are some of the comments i received now i received a comment from one of my regular followers a guy 6641 on youtube and and his comment was if we're going to close every ufo case based on what the government tells us uh, we might as well forget about the about this closure roswell ufo was a weather balloon as well the military told us so eat your pudding watch netflix and never mind this guy yeah see you're right i i, I should have made that point like i made the mistake though the one mistake i really believe i made in that was not pointing out well that besides the point we will never uh it, it's it's you still can't trust the pentagon when it comes to ufos even though that they're they pro provided all these pictures and evidence and they're saying it could have it was it was just flares even though with that said how could you trust them because they're like the boy who cried wolf right i should have made that clear and i didn't do that but i think that was probably the only mistake i still don't think it's that great of a case because the video images was weren't that uh compelling to me they just weren't 
That's just my opinion. Doesn't make me right, but that was my opinion on this case. And then uh, I received uh, some other messages from people on uh, on Spotify. Uh, Russell Hoffman wrote, what, what about all the Marines who saw a shape, not just flares making a shape, but a shape behind the lights? I'm a former armored infantry and a combat vet, and those are not flares at all. Well, I did in that podcast, I did read a comment from a Marine who said he still doesn't believe the, uh, the Pentagon's uh, explanation so i did put to point that out I, there are marines out there witnesses who are still saying that but at the same time you have to remember uh there was also uh in, there was also a comment in there and i didn't get into this and i should have from jeremy corbell who was the original person who reported this and he said yeah he, he says this case needs to be left open right but however uh, he also said this. He says, I, have, I am very happy that new information has emerged, which may help provide answers that the eyewitnesses have been searching for. Similar to any unsolved inf- investigation, be it concerning UAP or otherwise, it's an ongoing process wherein one can anticipate the unveiling of new information, leading us closer to comprehensive answers. This is precisely why we made the decision to share this case with the public and actively pursue additional information to crack it wide open. And then he says, uh, he wrote this, he says, uh, this was his comment actually to, uh, uh, this was his comment to Liberation Times. He says, at first glance, the lights did appear to show a craft, but the newfound information appears highly compelling, pointing towards flares as the most plausible explanation. So while he he does say that this case should stay open, he's now saying that the most plausible explanation is flares. So again, I just thought we spent an, an inordinate, the UFO community as a whole spent an inordinate amount of time on this ish, on this case when there was there's so much more going on. That that was my problem, but it got worse. Uh, there was another uh, Spotify user, MM Mobius, who said, "Worst episode ever." Greenwald says flares, and you believe him? Lots of laughs. What? The flares came after the triangular lights, which were in the air for over 30 minutes. Pathetic. Yeah, I should have pointed that out that, the you know, I didn't read that part. You're right in a way that I didn't point out the fact that uh, there were witnesses who said that the this object was in the air for 30 minutes. Uh, again, we're again, I, I'm not saying what I'm trying to point out is that this isn't we're not going to get anywhere because the Pentagon's holding all the cards in this in a case like this. They're holding all the cards. If, if we're playing draw poker, they got five cards in their hands. You have no we got nothing. We don't got one card. So they're going to win no matter what, even if they have a, a two, five, seven, nine and ten. I mean, we're they're going to win no matter what. So that that's the one of the issues there is, uh, you know, basically what happened here when you look at the this level of it's escalating uh severity and uh what, what you see here like the anger that's why I'm, I'm reading them in this way like the first one from a guy was just you know he made a good point i thought and then the second one from russell was yeah uh he was i could understand yeah he's right yeah you know, you're right i could understand i could see that point of view i understand again it has nothing to do with that my issue is, is that it wasn't a good case to begin with that was my whole point of it right and then you get uh, M. Mobius, and he's saying, worst episode ever. He was very upset with this ep- episode. He didn't like what I had to say about it. And uh, basically, it's like, like again, we're going, we're escalating in the severity of these comments. And then the final one was one more from Russell. He says, I can't believe how you're okay with the explanation of the 29 Palms incident. Wow. You believe the Las Vegas alien sighting more than the trained Marines. Wow. Done, done with this podcast. So this guy is actually done listening to my podcast because of my... Uh, feelings on this because of my ideas on this now again again basically what happened here you saw 
uh, you know, the first comment from a guy was just okay. Yeah, he's pointing out that yeah, if we if you if we're going to think that way, I get that. You know, I get that point. If you're going to think this way, then you might as well believe the government on everything. Then right? No, no, that's not the case. I, I should have been more clear in there in there, and I should have pointed out my favorite phrase. One of my favorite phrases on this podcast is hey. Uh, never ever trust the Pentagon when it comes to UFOs. Just never trust them. I should have made that. Uh, I should have at least added that. I just still don't think this is a great case, but I should have still added that because they could be lying. I mean, who knows? They could still be lying. We just don't know. And we're never going to know in this case. We're just never going to get the information. And then, of course, uh, Russell's talking about with the with the Marines, uh, it was not a shape and the, I'm former armor infantry and a combat vet and those are not flares at all. And uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Okay, that's your opinion. I mean, I don't know. I can't really tell. Okay, that's just my... Again, we're just... These, this is an opinion-based show, and, and people offer their opinions sometimes, and they're different than mine. And then, of course, Mobius, uh, worst episode ever. Okay, I'm, I get you. I'm hip, but... Uh, and I understand why why people will be mad about this. You know, again, it's, it's we're building up, and then finally there was a final one from Russell saying, "Hey, we're I'm done with this podcast." And he compared this this case with the Vegas case. Now, let me just talk about this. Well, let's let's point this. Let's talk about this for a minute. Okay, this case, the, the Vegas case, we see people there. We know who the people are involved. Actually, one of those people, at least one of them, uh, Angel. We don't. We're not saying his last name online here uh, because the family just wants to be left alone. But they filmed video. There there was something in that image. I, I've had a, a crime scene reconstruction expert on my show, Scott Roder, that showed that there was, to me, that's more compelling than this, than this, uh, the 29 Palms stuff. It just is. That's just my opinion, though. Your opinion is otherwise, okay? Again, I mean, we have to have, I mean, so everyone has different opinions sometimes, and that's just my opinion on this one, right? doesn't make me right. I just think that the, the Vegas one is just more, much more interesting. There's more, there's more to it, actually, there. Uh, actually, a, a, a humanoid creature, at least one, could be seen in that uh, video that was captured, that, that that they filmed. And so, basically, I can see this. Uh, I can understand why people might be getting mad, but it's almost like, okay, first it's like, okay, yeah, you're wrong about this. Okay, I get it. And then the next thing is basically a slap across the face. And then while I'm stunned about that, then it was a punch in the face and a punch in the gut. And while I'm on the ground, uh, basically a couple of kicks in the gut. And then when they pick me up, and they're about to throw me into the uh, uh, combine harvester that's in operational uh, right before they do it. They say, this is what you get for believing what John Greenwald says, and then they throw me in there. Now, basically, that's what what some people, that's how I look at this. I look like I was pretty much uh, figuratively uh, beaten up for this podcast that I did, my opinion, and then thrown into a a combine harvester and... and, uh, and uh, basically transformed into a pile of uh, horrible mush. Uh, so I'm now I'm responding, and I'm responding to it because because again, this is all opinion. I mean, so what? So what? This case is, isn't that big. Again, that's my opinion. That's how I, I see it. I mean, I, if something else changes down the road, then hey, I'll I'll come out and admit it. I'm, I'm, I got no problem doing that. Right, I have no problem admitting when I'm wrong on these kind of things. I don't. I don't. In fact, if I'm wrong on the Vegas, if the Vegas thing ever turned out to be a hoax, I'll be the I'll be the first to come out here to admit it. I'm not afraid of that. I know a lot of people are. Uh, they think it makes them look weak, but actually, I, as far as I'm concerned, when something is when you're wrong about something and you and you, and you come forward and you say, you know what, no, I was I was actually wrong about this, and this is why. You come out and you make you make a statement later on. And you say, okay, I was wrong. 
There's no problem with that. I don't care. I just here's all I can tell you right now. I know for a fact that there's something here. I know that there are beings here. I know I know that there are uh, uh, craft UFOs. I know there's a cover up, right? I, I I've seen I've seen beings and craft myself. I'm just in favor of of transparency and getting to the bottom of things. And I and and there's cases out there. Sometimes there are UFO cases that just aren't that. Uh, intriguing to me and the 29 palms one turned out to be one of those cases there's just not enough good video evidence for me to make make a statement and you even have jeremy corbell now coming out and saying hey yeah it's the most plausible explanation flares all right so there you go i mean if something and he says if something changes in the future then we could go back and revisit it and if there is well hey i'll i'd be the first i have no problem admitting that i'd be wrong on something like this in fact i hope i am wrong i hope i am wrong I, do I believe that the Marines, these uh, anonymous Marines who were talking to Corbell, might have been on to, or might have seen something? Of course I do. There's always that possibility. But again, the Pentagon, when it's, this is a military case, the Pentagon has all the cards in their hands. We got nothing. So again, I, to me, I, again, I'm wasting more time. This was a case I didn't want to even talk about, but here I'm wasting more time. I think it's probably the fourth time I talked about this case. It's a, it was the nothing burger. Look, the other stuff I was talking about to start off this podcast was way more important, way more important, right? Where we have we have more uh, whistleblower protection language coming on on the way. We have uh, we have people uh, getting on the run, getting scared in the Pentagon and the control group. Obviously, right? That's more important than this. This is junk. It's junk compared to everything else. It's junk compared to the Vegas story. But that, again, that's just my opinion. What we're not we're not allowed to have different opinions on the, some of these things, you know. But anyway, uh, I just wanted to point that out and uh, clear the air on that one. And uh, anyway, uh, until next time, thank you for joining me.